Welcome to the Christian Men Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. We're here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. Open the show up and get to that well, stuff definitely. later. All right, welcome to Christian Men Unscripted. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to be here. You know, this is my second week back from Michigan. I'm with Alan Underwood, John Harney, and uh, I'm Seth Lazan. So last week, uh, which was ten minutes ago for us, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we don't tell the secrets. We uh, were discussing kind of a lot of things. Uh, we talked about um, you know <laughs> making um, New Year's resolutions. We talked about money. We talked about family. We talked about possible changes in jobs and life and kind of it kind of was a discussion based on you know taking a leap of faith or um taking a step towards what god is calling you to do um just being faithful to god and a lot of times for us specifically i think in america like that starts kind of with our money Mm -hmm. and our kind of possessions as we have to, to kind of start taking leaps of faith or uh, faithful steps to um, to steward our money well and to kind of just you know use our money the way God kind of uh, instructs us to um, would want us to and so we kind of want to discuss discuss hmm. that kind of you know money leap of faith take us take like being faithful stepping faithfully um, into hmm. what God is asking us to do that's true <laughs> I, thank you for that intro, because off mic, since we're unscripted, that's sort of what we said is let's fire this thing up and talk about this yeah. because we're talking about these different job opportunities, different career opportunities. Are mm-hmm. we calling this a leap of faith? Are we calling this a, a new year, a new year, not a resolution Resolute, yeah, so much yeah. as, but you know what I mean? New year, new me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yay, new year, new me. <laughs> um, but there, there are financial implications <clears throat> in all of this to include your uh, quote unquote yeah. leap of faith, act of faith to move out here. Mm-hmm. Um, to be part of a ministry out in Boulder City that, from what I understand, they're paying you like two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, which is yeah, uh, I mean, not, yeah, not much, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that is a total joke, by the way. Yeah. It's uh, this poor kid is um, you'll survive. God will provide yeah, no matter what. No, but it's sure. it's not about the money at all. It's please, please don't misinterpret what I just said. He does not make a huge salary, but he's no, provided yeah. for. That's my point. Yeah, to move across the country for yeah. honestly, uh, basically minimal living expenses is an act of faith. And that's just being faithful to God. But Alan was sort of talking about that. Like, mm-hmm. if you were to walk away, can you trust God to provide? That. <laughs> and are yeah. we too confident and comfortable in our financial security that we continue to go after money as opposed to go after going after God, I think is yeah, sort of the transition yeah. of the conversation that we had off the mic that we'd like to kind of share a little bit. Yeah, and it's, I think about what's the first, like, that's why I got you guys here. Biblically, you guys are way better at this than I am, but where it's like, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. He's like, okay, he's a rich man. Give yeah. up everything and follow me. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, can't do that. And that's, you know what I'm, t- you know. Yeah, 100%. And, and I, I think about that a lot where I'm the same way. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I like my lifestyle. I don't want to give it up. I do want to serve the Lord. I do want to be involved and I do want to, you know, live my life for Jesus. But, oh, wait, I, I got to make this money. Right. <laughs> like I got to have, I want to travel. I want to go buy yeah. new shoes. I want to, you know, wait. And now as, as time, as weeks and months go by and things happen, you know, we had, it's funny. I'm going to go off topic after the thing we talked about at UNLV with my son and my family. I was like, what is most important to me? 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it reset me a little bit, kind of New Year's yeah. resolution, what we talked about last week, where it's like, it's not necessarily a, a resolution, it's a reset. It's a look back and see what you did and see what you want to do. And it's like, am I willing to give that up to do what I want to do to have a ministry to serve the Lord? It's like, do you want to do that? Do you want to, you know, you're going to give up the money, mm-hmm. but do you trust me to provide? And I'm like, I don't know if I do. And I should. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. You should. Right. You should. Right. I should. I should. You should. We should. But it's easier said than done. Where I've talked about, it's like, okay, yeah. yeah. It's not like I'm giving up a hundred dollars a week. It's like you're giving up a salary for a year, where you're providing for your family, for your kids, for for your yeah. You know, and you know, they're like, hey, you gotta. God will provide. I'm like, I hope you're right. (laughs) God, are you telling me this? I hope you're right. This is what you're telling me to do. I I hope I'm hearing the right words. Am I hearing you, or am I hearing my my own flesh. You're, it's funny. You're talking about a pretty complicated topic and in, 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 in that it's several topics, right? It's the topic of faith. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we talked a little bit last week that the quote leap of faith, by the way, it's um, kind of like a, a goofy philosophical quote, quote that has nothing to do with the Bible. In fact, mm-hmm. the guy who penned it was basically an anti-God kind of a guy. And, mm-hmm. and when he was using it, he was basically just talking about this spiritual only realm and blah, 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 blah. So it's basically garbage. But when you do talk about real faith, that confident hope, that confident assurance, you can actually see examples, that's what the Bible is for, of people who responded by faith, I guess would be a better way of putting it, Mm -hmm. such as our friend Seth right here Mm -hmm. that we're looking at, responding by faith to God's call on his life to move his family, we know God will provide. By the way, the Bible promises he'll provide what we need, not necessarily mm. what we want. <laughs> right. That's a painful one to think about yeah. sometimes, right? But and I then, need <laughs> new shoes. <laughs> yeah, but Alan, he needs new shoes all the time. Yeah. Um, and then there's that thought process of the money side of things where, you know, the Bible talks a ton about money, like mm-hmm. a ton, because money, it is important. It has to do with commerce and stuff. Of course, we know the fallen world system that the Bible mm-hmm. talks about, the cosmos, the evil world system of commerce and things like that. But then you have a verse like Matthew 6, 21. I had to pull it up because I've, I've heard several pastors preach on it and it's so true. And and that verse says like where your treasure is, your heart is also. Mm -hmm. And I heard like pastor Chip Ingram share on that one time, do an audit of yourself. And you see where you're spending money all the time. You can kind of see where your heart is all the time. Like Alan, for instance, always just buying tennis shoes, you know? They're like, hey, our church is really, uh, we're looking to feed some homeless people this next week and we're, mm-hmm. we're short. And Alan's like, what are you guys short? And they're like, ah, 80 bucks. He's like, I just ordered uh, some new dunks, low tops, dude. They were kind of awesome and I have to pay that bill. So I'm so sorry, guys, because the shoes come first. This is not true. So, <laughs> and so I feel the same way, by the way, all the time. I'm, I like being comfortable. I like traveling. Yeah. I like doing stuff. And it's like, dang, man, where's my heart at? Mm-hmm. If I'm spending money on these things and not willing to give up yeah. other things to That's, serve God. Well, as we're doing this, Call your job, quit right now. Oh, and I'm gonna oh, do it. Let's do it. On, let's do it on the <laughs> all on one on time. Live. <laughs> Where's hey, your heart at? Can you guys? Can you cue up the te- the old country song? Take this job and shove it. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's uh, I sing it all let's the time. Right? Yeah. I'm so frustrated at work. You don't? Do you even know that song, Seth? You probably don't. We're gonna find it for Seth later. <laughs> uh, no, but it's an old song. It's like take this job and shove it. Yeah, I ain't working good. here yeah. no more. I'm gonna do that one. But, yeah. I think I am going to quit my job, though. I just don't know yeah. when. I'm, does anybody from your job listen to this? Uh, one guy that I can think of does. <laughs> my <Yeah>. boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of the, like, in in Matthew 6, I think it's verse after that, where it talks about you cannot serve both God right? and money. 
Yep. And, uh, you know, for us, like, uh, like Alan, you're mentioning the parable of the rich young ruler, um, who was the one who was, who was like, you know, t- good teacher, what should I do down here at turtle life? And, you know, Jesus goes back and forth and, and then, um, uh, Jesus says, one thing you lack, go sell everything you have and, and give to the poor. And then you can follow me. And this guy went away sad because he had so much mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and, uh, but he uh, didn't do it. He didn't do it, you know. And, and, and uh, real fast, he pointed said, out that he followed the law. Yeah, you know all those he things. He right? followed all the moral things. Sure. Yeah. But um, God, Jesus said you have to sell everything. And a lot of people, well, so it, it, after that, Jesus says, you know, it's easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than for sorry, I wasn't close enough to the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, camel to enter the eye of an, a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And everyone was like, how can who can be saved? Well, it's Jesus, like through through God, it's po- it's possible. Everything is is possible with God, and and that means that none of us can be saved without Jesus. Right. Um. But all that to say is that you know Jesus talked about money pretty often. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and and that's something where for us as a Christian men, um, oftentimes mm-hmm. I've heard people, and not just men, but people in general, justify themselves. Well, he didn't doesn't ask everyone to sell everything they have. And give to the poor. Um, you know, I don't think he's asked me to do that. And right. and I I think that's kind of a you know cop out. You know, the, you look at Acts two. I just preached about this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that all the believers had everything in common, and they would sell blocks of land and give to people who had need. And um, that's something where you know a lot of people. I believe the studio is currently under attack. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to digress for a moment. Yeah. Or- yeah. Uh, so, uh, Acts 2, um, they sell everything and they give, you know, they sell to those who have need. And in Acts, you know, uh, 4, they said there's the same thing. We sell to people, they sell the things and they give to those who have need. Um, and then in Acts 5, there's the story about Ananias and Sapphira, mm-hmm. and they want to look faithful. but And so they tell everyone they sold a piece of land for this amount of money, and they kept some of the money themselves. And Peter says, you didn't just lie to us. You lied to the Holy Spirit, and Ananias and Sapphira both dropped dead. And a lot of people are like, well, it doesn't happen to me. But I think the principle there is, you know, Acts isn't, uh, it's not It's not a, like a normative, not everything in there is happens all the time now the holy spirit is deeply involved in in the book of acts and that's kind of you know the point the holy spirit does these does the work so people will justify themselves and say hey i'm not going to do that and we end up kind of taking back things wanting to appear faithful while not being fully sold on god and really kind of serving money as well Mm -hmm. i um it's funny so we're in a biblical conversation right now going back to the rich young ruler I also want to share, look, I always kind of qualify things. We're not a teaching ministry. Be a noble-minded Berean and, and learn these things yeah. yourself. But the context, when Jesus was sharing that about the rich young ruler, remember those, the Pharisees, Sadducees, the, the religious types who were hearing this parable, that's exactly, it comes back to a heart issue. He was very intentionally sharing that story in front of them because they were all about being seen, wearing the fancy clothes, the money, all these things, the showiness of life. So when he shares this story, what he's sharing is, hey, this guy did everything, yeah, but his heart wasn't genuine about yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do those things? Because where is your identity? Is your identity mm-hmm. genuinely, faithfully following the creator of all things? Or is your identity in those fancy outfits? Stuff like that would yeah, tick those, yeah. right? Yeah, or your shoes. Stuff like that would tick those guys <laughs> off. And so there were yeah. very intentional stories that were told that Jesus yeah. would share in front of those people 
so that they could hear like the yeah. Lazarus and the rich guys stuff like they would be like, wait, what? Because it was very, again, Jesus was a radical. I love introducing Jesus to people and trying to share with them. Like he wasn't this pious religious guy. He was a, yeah. a religious radical at the time. Those people were offended by him constantly. Mm -hmm. And so in context, that's what that was. Cause that's what he was yeah. sharing. Again, like you said, it's the very next verse after where your treasure is. There's where your heart is. Yeah. So where's your heart really at? And that's yeah. kind of the point of that. And I just like to share that because yeah. I struggle with it, by the way. I do too. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that's true. I'm going to be full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I want to be able to go out and eat and do all these things that are way above and beyond yeah. these luxurious things. Well, and, it, and it's know? not necessarily about you, the rich people. You can have no, poor absolutely. people who are bitter and hold on to 100%. their stuff and you can have, and they look down at 100%. people who are rich and same with people and who some are rich, super right? wealthy people that are doing yeah. an amazing thing mm -hmm. for the kingdom yeah. that are, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and, and Jesus is not saying that you have to be poor, you know, like it, it, it you know, it's, we're quick to point out that he doesn't tell everyone to sell everything they own. Right. You know, um, but he does ask people to be faithful with their money. And that doesn't mean everyone has to be poor to, right. to do that. And I do want to quickly clarify. I said the parable of the rich young ruler. It's not a parable. Parables are stories. Yeah. It, it was an event that happened that was portrayed in the, in the Gospels. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. That's uh, I like that you point that out. I just did this whole course on problem parables because there's like a parable where it's an argument. Is this a story or a parable? Anyway, yeah. the whole point of that story is is that it is a heart issue where are you at by faith because think about it he also had people come and say i want to follow you but first i got to go back and bury my dad and first i got to go back and check on some property i just bought stuff like mm -hmm. that and it's the same thing where he's like yeah no you're gonna follow me because you don't care but they bet the dead can bury the dead kind of stuff yeah those are shocking statements and they sound harsh mm -hmm. but they're they sound harsh because they're an objective an intentional point. And the point is, where's your heart at? Is your heart really into this? Cause it, I, cause he of course knows, Yeah, but it's for all of us to, to pay attention to, you know? And that's, again, that's, I think that's what we're trying to talk about yeah. right now is I also, I'm full disclosure. Yeah. I still struggle with all that. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, I was reminded, you know, another passage just we were speaking where, um, Jesus is in the temple and people are bringing their gifts and people are bringing lots and lots of money. Mm -hmm. And this widow who has two mites or, mm -hmm. you know, two pennies, that's, all she had to live on is what the text says. And, and she throws it into the offering too. And Jesus qu is quick to point out that everyone else gave out of their abundance, but she gave out of everything, her, yeah. her whole, her, everything she had to live on. And that is, you know, that's the standard of giving basically he was trying to point out to his disciples is that's an honorable <laughs> gift. Um, and, and I think full disclosure for myself, I'm not a very generous person. Um, like yes. my, you know, yes, we know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm quick. Like my wife will see someone on the side of the road driving by, like we should stop and get some food for them. And I'm like, I didn't even see the person. I did, but I'm like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, we're already too far away. I was uh, looking up. Stop yes. okay. yeah. So, yeah, my wife. I'm trying to really... drive over here and keep us alive. It's oh, dangerous. Yeah. You want me to look over there? Yeah. I can't look. I got to, it's a green light. I got to, and I, and I shared a tie where it, it, podcast previously where i was not prepared to be um generous and so i saw this guy who was you know, dejected and, yeah. and had this i could use a hug and i just was like upset with my kids and didn't do it even though i had money in my wallet to do the thing yeah um and, i believe uh, if i recall he just wanted a hug well it said hmm. it did say i i would like a hug and and you know we talked about that but um all that to say is i do struggle with being generous and that's something that i want to make sure that i'm kind of focusing on this year is 
Um, cause I can really like my wife and I, I guess last podcast, we had a discussion about, about our budget and mm-hmm. how we were, we were at the seams. It was burst. We were, uh, we were over budget on several different areas. We weren't going to make as much money in this area. And, and, uh, we were, you know, so we had to pray and just say, Lord, you're the, you're the one who owns all the cattle on the thousand Hills. And, and we don't like, we just want to be good stewards of this to mm-hmm. not worry about, what you've called us to. And, and, you know, we do have some savings. We do have things, so we're not strapped, but I don't think it would be any different if we were like, we still need to be faithful for sure. We still, I still need to be more generous, even if I don't have much to give like the widow. Right. Alan, what are your thoughts? Cause that's kind of what we were talking about off mic was prior to this. Yeah. That fear. Yeah. It's a fear. Yeah. Funny story. <laughs> then I, I might have told this on the other podcast, but there was a guy in the corner and my daughter was learning to drive. I'm like, oh, stop here. And as, as we're coming out of the Target, I'm like, I'm going to give him 20 bucks. And I'm trying to hand him 20 bucks and my daughter's driving off. And I'm like, stop the car. And we're almost getting hit by cars. I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. Throw the money at him and we leave or whatever. I'm like, Maddie. She's like, what? I was like, I'm trying to give some money to the guy, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. I'm always going to say it. it's easier said than done. I can read the Bible. I can try and be faithful. But then when it comes to the, uh, the nitty gritty, yeah, <laughs> like, when are you going to be actually doing, doing it? it? The it's rubber like, to the road. The rubber, just like tithing. It's like I, I January just finished or December and I'm looking at how much we gave and this is going to be awful, but I'm going to tell you guys, I looked at it and I go, wow. I really could use all that money back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I enjoyed giving it though. I mean, it's yeah. not, I wasn't, it, I was a cheerful giver. It didn't bother me, but now that um, like I'm paying for college, I'm paying for private school for my kids and it sounds bad. Like it sounds like I'm some rich guy, but yeah, I, I don't have to say but first the, world problems big yeah, time. Right. Yeah, Isn't right. that funny? Yeah. But it's, it's how you want, you want to mm-hmm. raise your kids. You know, you want to do, I didn't get anything like mm-hmm. grown up. I mean, my, parents didn't say for college for me a good thing because i would have never went but (laughs) but you want to provide for your kids but now the money is going away because i'm putting it all in here and i also i do like if i if i see somebody i usually do give so i will give 20 dollars even if i'm throwing it at them because my daughter won't stop yeah (laughs) and you're yelling at the same time so they're like like money is hitting them in the face and you're yelling they're like okay i mean i'll take it or or like uh, john really hey i'm gonna give this to you but i'm gonna tell you about something real quick yeah yeah yeah. hold it on the string (laughs) hey Mm -hmm. you want this i still sort of do that if i'm gonna be honest with (laughs) you but (laughs) but based but as we get back to it based on the way things are going in the world the inflation and everything and like things cost so much more so the tithings that i give seem like it's just more and more go with the money with the food you buy gas and you're like everything well and then i looked at you know receipts for last year and giving i'm like man can i do that again (laughs) you know and the and the biblical answer is yes Yes. if you're faithful he's more than faithful he'll fill your cup overflowing if you will and i'm just telling i'm just being honest with you guys no i'm I'm the same man yeah uh maddie you don't want to go to private school great (laughs) more for the lord and me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a great point. You know, there's you know, you can look at things from maybe like a scarcity mindset. Right. Like we have uh we don't have enough and we mm-hmm. need to make sure because you can look at what's what you know, inflation is like I'm not gonna have enough. Excuse me. I'm not gonna have enough to do what I wanna do and yeah. and but when you we when we remember like I like I was just thinking about this recently and, and this is not like a fully developed thought, but having like an orphan mindset 
as uh, you know, like uh, talking about like our relationship with, with God, like spiritually, we can have an orphan mindset and where we have to kind of take, take things for ourselves. You know, you know, no one else is going to take care of us. So we got to mm-hmm. take care of ourselves, but having like a son mindset that we are, children of god that he's the one who he owns everything and if we're faithful to him then he's going to provide for us um and again like you said it's not the things we necessarily want but it's the things that we need and i just you know in my studies over the years just thinking about all the you know the monks like saint francis came from a, a rich family and he denounced that and decided to become a monk and and he really he didn't know much about scripture he just decided he read like three verses at the community church and was like, that's our, that we're going to live that out. And then, you know, it became a, uh, just a national international movement, um, of people being faithful and kind of saying, I want to serve and I don't need any money for it. And that's something that I was like, really, when I read that, I was like, wow, you know what? Like, he didn't set out to be someone who people would call, would say, Hey, he's a Franciscan monk or something, but he, you know, he right. set out cause he wanted to follow God. And yeah. he wanted to make sure that he was being faithful to what the word said. And now we know we know about him 500 years later. And that's right. an, kind of an incredible thing that his faithfulness to denounce kind of his right. wealth. Yeah. Really. I mean, look at, I mean, uh, that's a guy in, in more recent history, but mm-hmm. to just use a, another person out of the Bible, Moses, yeah. big time, right? He's raised by Pharaoh, Pharaoh's daughter. and. And recognized that those are not his people and was willing to go to ended up the whole burning bush on the side of the hills because he was mm-hmm. taking care of his father-in-law's animals on the side of a hill. He's a shepherd. He could have been living in the, the palace, basically. Right. And so yeah. God, he was used mightily. That's a mm-hmm. an example of a yeah. person living by faith. And, and another example is a, a guy I read 1800s, you know, he, George Mueller. Um, he was a guy who uh, um, ran orphan houses and uh, he had several orphans under his care and employed people. Um, but often. He wouldn't have enough money, you know, coming in like, I don't know, I don't, I can't pay for this stuff next week. And so he would pray and he would ask, you know, and, and people every single time, you know, there'd be a, you know, the shillings that were, would meet every single need. And I was reading that. I was like, man, like, I don't have that kind of yeah, faith. Like moment by moment that, to be provided for. Yeah. I don't have Like, I've never, like, I'm, I'm worried about having $5,000 and, you know, needing, you know, that's, you know, three months or something for, for me, but that's three months of living. And it's like, you know, we have these different things and it's like, Oh man, I'm worried about like, I'd only have three months. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think about George Mueller and he had, he didn't always have money just for day the by next day. day. Yeah. And would have to, to just live by faith. But every time God answered his prayer and that was uh, something where I was like, man, you hear about it in the Bible and you think this is, that's cool. They had good yeah. faith, but then, you think about man, people actually believe that. Right. <laughs> they, yeah. There you go. We talked about that last week, yeah. the podcast, when we talked about the leap of faith, how that's more of a, a kind of a goofy philosophical thing because real faith is as real hope, real assurance. And these are real people. First of all, the biblical examples that were given that these guys placed their faith and obediently followed God and were well provided for. You see Joseph's life, you yeah. see Moses. And, and New Testament believers, but then this Franciscan monk, the, the people you're talking about, just people in history, in even more recent history, operating by faith, living by faith, and being provided for. Yeah. By the way, when uh, did Alan, I was shocked he didn't have some kind of a joke when he started talking about the orphan thing, because I'm more of a classic guy. So when he started talking yeah. about that, I was more thinking like Oliver, I and thinking, I was like, like, please, sir, may I have another, and all yeah. that. Please, sir, may I have another. Yeah, I started thinking of that kind of stuff. I'm like, where's he going with this? Yeah. What are we going to... Wonderful, though, analogy, yeah. actually. So, and listening to you two, 
give a nice philosophical analogies, if you will. I don't know what yes, you, 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 you go back to 18. 18- hundreds and 500 year old monks i'm gonna talk about a movie i saw yeah <laughs> you're right. good i like great. it great yeah keep it real <laughs> keep yeah. it real because you guys are way smarter than me mm. i just watch a lot of movies i don't read it's no, it's great. <laughs> movies are great <laughs> anyway sound of freedom good movie by the way um which is a, it's a christian movie and yeah. it's a true story about kids that were sold into sex slavery and kidnapped and um it's a great movie and it had me thinking i was watching it by myself and uh sad it's a sad movie and it's like you you know, living in our little world that we have, you don't, you, you, you we're sitting here talking about private school and college and, yeah. and, you know, having enough for three months and these kids are being kidnapped and sold into sex slavery yeah, and terrible. all over. And then Americans are going to whatever. Anyway, yeah. this gentleman who saved these kids, he was an FBI agent and, um, his boss was like, you need to come back. He goes, mm-hmm. you can't, you don't, you're not, you don't have approval and you just quit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, to serve, mm-hmm. to, to save kids and to, mm-hmm you know, help people. And, you know, one of the lines is uh, God's children are not for sale. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, watching that movie made me think, it's like, who am I, man? I don't do yeah. anything. I don't do yeah. anything for anybody but myself, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, mm-hmm. you know, and Good maybe point. I do, but in general, I just worry about myself and my family. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I'm 51 years old. I've done nothing, you yeah. know? So, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm being a little harsh, obviously, but, you know, I've just been in this world where I wasn't a Christian my whole life. I believed in God, but I've only been a, Christian, maybe three years where I would say I really want to follow Jesus and I want to, you know, be that person, but I don't know how to be that person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we're doing this and that's why I got you guys. So mm-hmm. I know that's you guys point. are good at talking about things in the Bible and monks and, you know, Moses. I know who he is. I don't know the monk you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a movie and, you know, yeah. things that you yeah. catch make you think about things. And I, mm-hmm. and that might even be where I was coming from. I think I yeah. talked to you about the movie. Yeah, you and I talked about that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. it made me realize like, well, what can I do to help people? You know, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to do. And I don't yeah. know. Well, and that's a real person who did uh-huh. real things right. and really was like, you know what? This is more important than, yeah. than yeah. my job. Yeah, and he had a family and everything too. Full and, disclosure, that guy was a Mormon dude, LDS guy. Okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, a, a, yeah, a man of faith who was willing to faithfully go out and do right. after, uh, right. go out. And right, like so. I said, I don't know. Good right. thing you know that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. either way, he still put, mm-hmm. he put, I guess you'd say, put his yes on the table. Yeah. I'm going to do oh, this. Oh, he did 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, there's yeah. that yeah. dude literally stepped up yeah. and he's a legit dude. I know people yeah. that know him based mm-hmm. on that last thing I did for about a year, the yeah. stuff in oh, Northern yeah. California, I did consulting and all that. We were actually going to co-labor with that yeah. dude on some of that type of stuff as a company. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, amazing, amazing heart that guy has. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of organizations, Christian organizations that do a lot of that work, even in Vegas. For sure. And you uh-huh. know, that, that really they, they're, and uh, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, man, you know, same, you know, kind of like, I kind of live for myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of in my comfortable yeah. world. I don't want to leave um, my comfort zone. Yeah, it's yeah. like I want to stay. Well, my back this. hurts now too. Like, yeah. Yeah. you help me move. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that is a, a great great point. Is you know what is like like you know what is stopping us from you know next week having a asking a ministry if we can use their spot for an hour to do a podcast and then serve or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, uh, um, bringing. But will we do it? Down. Yeah, right. Like let's do it. Yeah, let's let's try. It, you know, uh, we can reach out to some people and see if we can kind of be down there and. Um, but, uh, all I have to say is, um, you know, I I think it's so easy to just say, just talk about stuff and, and instead of like just doing it, you know, and as you said, like, it's hard, it's easier said than done. It's easier to, to do these different things while at the same time, it's actually not that hard to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. but because we are 
we are seeking our own comfort that mm-hmm. we're like, oh, you know what? I want to take a nap. Yeah. Uh, like, are you willing to step out and do it? Mm, that yeah. sounds like a lot of work. Uh, uh, I got kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Responsibility. Right. Like there's, there's, you know, I, I, one pastor I read not too long ago, I can't remember his name, but maybe it was A.W. Tozer or something saying like, we um, need to like, it's like, it's never, it's not as hard as we make it out to be. Yeah. Um, to be faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's oftentimes we make it, make it so much harder in our minds than to really just do it. Like it, another pastor, I don't think, I don't know what he said. We could um, really become mature Christians pretty quickly if we would actually go about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes we, we don't, you know, yeah. we're, 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 we're just, we justify it's our lack of growth. Sometimes. Right. And uh, I don't know if I'm on top or off topic with this, but that's part of like, we went, we talk about new year's resolutions. I guess I did have one. Now that I think about it, it's talking to my wife. I'm like, some of the things that I watch, mm-hmm. like, I, Oh, I got to watch this show. And then it's got, you know, sex scenes. It's got cursing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so that stuff is going into my mind. And then mm-hmm. you start thinking, I'm like, I got to stop doing it. I mm-hmm. got to stop watching these things. I got to put more stuff into my head. Just like watching that movie made me think. So obviously you guys read, I watch TV. I, um, <laughs> no, I watch more TV than read. If I'm being honest, probably. <laughs> no, I do read. I, I do. Read. I love movies. I read audible books. Is that reading or listening? Eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, we'll count it. <laughs> yeah, it counts. Okay. I agree. <laughs> but, um, I, um, I want to, more stuff in my mind that's more edifying feed on health it's funny you're what you're saying feed on more healthy healthy information right. it's something that i've tried to share with especially mm-hmm. my son and i and i have to admit just like you said i like terrible tv shows mm-hmm. i like terrible movies um not like you know we're not talking porno and all that but i'm no, saying no, yeah like i like i enjoy some of the more violent shows yes. i enjoy the pugilistic type of movies and and i i laugh at some really funny but <laughs> as they turn out to be crass and terrible type yeah, of movies right same. and so i have those and I, but I've shared that with my kid. Like, okay, I love, uh, like Taco Bell's my favorite. We've talked about this before. Taco Bell sucks. I think it's delicious. It's I the greatest like fast food there is, and it's healthy. Actually, it's a bad example because as it turns out, I think Taco Bell's healthy. My protein. point is this: then we got a protein bowl. My I've point is this: <laughs> if if you're eating fast food every day, garbage in, garbage out, you're going to get fat. You're going to be unhealthy. All those things. That guy that mm-hmm. did the McDonald's thing, mm-hmm. you know, okay, it's delicious, but you can't, you shouldn't do it three three meals a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Eat healthy, active lifestyle, mm-hmm. and you're every once in a while going after some terrible food, some terrible, whatever. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And so at a minimum, spiritually, mentally, I guess more intellectually is what I'm getting at. Can we feed our minds? I've shared that with my kid. Can you feed your mind, at least sprinkle in the health stuff, mm-hmm. sprinkle in the salad of, of a, of a Christian podcast, of a, mm-hmm. of a biblical lesson of a, of a pastor online, go to church mm-hmm. in the middle of all the garbage that you're watching. Can you, and listening yeah. to, Sprinkle yeah. in a Christian song in, in the middle of the songs my kids listen to kind of a thing. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of where I tell my kids the same thing. I want them to, hey, you don't have to do all this, but get a little bit of it. <laughs> like, you know? I know. And I know that sounds crazy. Seth, that probably sounds nuts to you because your kids are literally, and you basically have full control over everything probably. Yeah. Um, it, it's like a, you want them to be the opposite. Exactly what Alan is bringing up. You want them to be like what we're saying is, man, when it's garbage, I just know it's between God and I, I just need to turn it off. Yeah. I only should be paying attention to those good things now at this point yeah. in my life, which should have been my whole life. Yeah. But trying to stress that to my kids who I didn't yeah. full on push that way all the time, Never, though they were raised in a Christian home. It's mm-hmm. like, now they love all the garbage. It's like, buddy, come on, you know, let's get yeah. some more mm-hmm. edifying, spiritually edifying music and, and shows mm-hmm. in and there, it's, you know? And the, I, I feel much better when I do these things. When yeah. I, 
when I do, I mean, I joke, yeah. but I do read things and I yeah. do, I feel better when I read my Bible, when I watch mm-hmm. something that's more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. wholesome, I guess you would say. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's wholesome, but like it's comedy or whatever, but nothing like I was watching shows that, that are on like FX and I'm like, I love it. But I'm like, oh, my wife's like, why are you watching this? It's yeah. why it's not porn, but it's on FX and it might as well be, you know, right. Some of them are I'm so like, bad. Yeah. so I was like, I'm not watching that no more, you mm-hmm. know, cause then that goes in your head and then you go out into the world and you're like, whatever. To yeah. be fair for the longest time, Christian music, I, I've loved Christian music and, and being in Las Vegas, I've, I've listened to SOS for a very, very long time. I love mm-hmm. their station and, and Air One. I like that and all that. But movies and television, for the most part, historically within the Christian world, have been pretty cheesy and low yeah. budget. Terrible. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are just straight awful, right? Great message, great point. But they really have come a long way. Movies like Jesus Revolution, dude, I've seen that movie several times. Yeah, awesome. Good. So well done. What a neat story. <clears throat> Um, there's another one where the dude goes around and he tries to find Jesus's body. Ah, oh, man, you guys, it's risen. So, is it risen? Well, it's like the, the, a, the Roman guy who it's almost like he's like a homicide guy, kind of like, oh, in the yeah, Roman, it's yeah. in the Roman time. And they're, yeah, yeah the, that's called risen. It's risen. That's a good one. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's got a, a little of the cheese factor in a, in a few scenes where you're yeah. like, come on guys. But my point is it was actually well and so well done that it's like, mm-hmm. dude, this is worth a watch for anybody. Yeah. Cause it's a good movie. And so the options are more abundant than they yeah. used to be yeah. yeah now people are christian people have really done yeah. look at the chosen i mean if, if you're not watching the chosen mm-hmm. dude like that is such a fantastic show yeah, yeah. you know exactly. so well and done that's, and that's a great point like you know it's not necessarily that all media is bad all you know 30 years ago everyone said christians like you can't go movie theater you can't do these different things right. and while you know our you know there are it's maybe smart not to put your your you know mind through those things and your spirit and to have those kind of desires in your head it's not you know god created us to be creative to create yep. and to be people who you know enjoy those things mm-hmm. and oftentimes I'll, I'll watch a movie like you know star wars or you know avengers or you know even other movies where i can point that and be like oh man that was a perverted view of you know of, of making love or that was a perverted mm. like you know and, yeah. and you know fast forward and it's just like man these the messages that they're sending um are you know perversions of a good thing yeah and you can really kind of focus on those things and have those discussions if your mind is actually able to do that because yeah. sometimes people aren't able to do that you're not able to indulge in those things or or watch those things because it becomes it affects your heart and your head so mm-hmm. much it does yeah. And, uh, you know, something where there's, I, I still can't watch rated R movies very often unless I know it's just action because, you know, you know, if there's really attractive women or there's something like it can impact yeah. my mind yeah. in, no, in a sure. way that's, that's, you know, not honoring to my wife, not honoring to no, God, I, not honoring to that person. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so that's the way, and then, you know, language, I don't want to fill my mind with a bunch of language either. So, yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean, that's where I went with it and it, I, I justified it because it's on regular TV. Yeah. I'm not renting it. It's, but mm-hmm. then I'm like, man, it's his garbage. And mm-hmm. like, my wife is even like, why are you watching this? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I fast forward through that or mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to that, but yeah. it's still going in my mind. And right. you're like, you're right. It's like, that's yeah. not good for you. Right. And I think that yeah. that can, we can really bring that back to honoring God with our money honoring God does with our time, with what we're putting in our mind, you know, all those, all those different things that, that aren't, don't seem that bad mm-hmm. or, you know, it actually seemed bad when I was watching it. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. I shouldn't be watching it. Was, but I was like, I love it. 
you know, <laughs> not the sex scenes. I didn't care. I, like, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. I just, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. the killing and the violence. I'm like, this yeah. is great. And then I'm like, this, that is, this is not great. This nah, is nah. stupid. Yeah. You well, I mean, it. that's, and, and just a second ago, I kind of had a pause, but I was th- trying to think of a verse in Matthew 6. And it's, it says, uh, if your eye is a lamp of the body. Yeah. If your mm. eye is unhealthy, your whole body be full of darkness. If your eye is healthy, your whole body be full of light. That's, yeah. If the light within you is darkness, you don't even understand its darkness. How great is that darkness? So mm. you're just so blinded by the darkness that it doesn't seem as dark to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems fine. And if, and, but if we, we start to kind of fill our minds with Christ, with things, we can start to understand like, man, that darkness that I used to enjoy is no longer, um, as, as meaningful to me because I'm starting to see the light, actual yeah. light more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it actually will lose its power over you. Exactly. Like you it. know, yeah. I don't know. You guys want to wrap it up? You got anything else? Yeah, no, I guess we can wrap it up. We kind of, uh, yeah. I mean, sort of, I a, Hey, new year's ish resolution. I don't, I, I don't like the new year's resolution yeah. thing, but moving forward, we should be willing, more willing to give mm-hmm. of our money, give of our time, give up the idea of money as security. I get it. You know, there's a certain level of security and there's a certain level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I think kind of in closing out what we are talking mm-hmm. about that is can we, us mm-hmm. three guys sitting here, and if you're listening and you're struggling with uh, decisions in the future, mm-hmm. um, can we faithfully say, okay, God's going to provide. I'll still be diligent. I, I still have to be intelligent enough to recognize I've got to kind of budget things. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying the willy-nilly, maybe, maybe God has that for us. Like you, like we yeah. talked about the rich young ruler because it's, yeah. it's always a hard issue. Yeah. So is my heart in the right place? And can mm-hmm. I just say, God's got my finances. God's got my future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I willing to quit a, a job to, to just go after ministry? Am I willing to trust God? And by the way, mm-hmm. can I also make a resolution, I guess, to stop feeding on garbage? We talked about mm-hmm. that. It's called a reset. Yeah. A little reset for the first year, year to yeah. reset. See we didn't we get to last week. You talked about the reaction versus responding, reacting, but maybe, maybe we'll talk about that on another issue, uh, another mm-hmm. episode. But um, I think this was pretty important to talk about some of this stuff, that heart issue of, yeah, the let go, let God. Yeah. Well, phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was cheesy. That's probably mm-hmm. in the Christian movie you watched. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like I did on Seth uh, would say. Oh, God. I did. Well, I'm <laughs> trying to get better about that. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, really? Well, he's in the car. What? Uh, no, <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, thank yeah. you for, I said something cheesy. Seth makes fun of me. It's a, it's cheesy, but it's real. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got made fun of, but immediately, you know why? You know what he just did? He doesn't even naturally recognize that he instinctually see there's a whole thing, by the way, like in law enforcement and stuff, mm-hmm. the whole dog thing. Have you heard this one? No. We're going to close here with this. <laughs> okay. There's a there's a, a, a sort of a thing about how why is society sort of afraid of cops? And I'm going to butcher mm-hmm. this, but what they say is, you know, it's the it's the wolves that prey on society, these wolves, yeah. right? And what can counter a wolf is like a sheepdog. Sheepdogs mm-hmm. can protect the sheep. A lot of society, they kind of don't really like the sheepdog either because mm-hmm. one, it looks a lot like the wolf and it has fangs and it mm-hmm. growls and barks. And it, it can bite you, you know, mm-hmm. if it has to, right? It has the ability just like the wolf and it comes, it's, they're kind of have this primal thing. The wolves are preying on society, but the sheepdogs are protecting, but they're kind of, it kind of sucks that they have to be there. Mm-hmm. And so there's this whole sense of that where people kind of don't like police for the same reason. They kind of look a lot like the wolf. They're not, mm-hmm. they're there to protect them. They don't like that they have to be there. And so what just happened though, I shared that very quickly. There, I mm-hmm. butchered it, but there's a, there's a really neat story about that. Mm-hmm. Because what just happened was you made fun of me very quickly, but Alan fell immediately back into the <laughs> wolf pack 
dog yeah, pack that we have like, to just okay, immediately on. protect each other. Yeah. So thank you for thank you for that. I didn't mean yeah. to go so deep uh, on the sheep versus yeah. wolf versus <laughs> the sheep and the sheep dogs. Yeah, it's I wish you would defend me a little bit, Alan. <laughs> it's not saying. a show unless we make fun of Seth. <laughs> yeah, but we get comments all the time. You guys are so mean to Seth. Oh my God, Seth, like, people oh. are like, he's our favorite one. Why are you so mean? Yeah, exactly. Wow. And then I, no, but then I'm like, you know why? We're doing that on purpose so that that is why he's your favorite. Yeah. Because you're like, you know what? Everything about that guy I like. Yeah. He's always just nice. Alan is mean. Yeah, yeah. I would like to say that you're kind of the underdog, but I can't take that from Alan because he has underdog tattooed on his lower back. Oh, yeah. He has a tramp stamp of underdog because his last name. We'll talk about that on yeah. another episode. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, I did want to just mention that you know, if you are going through struggles, you're having you know, finding your your you know, whether or not it's you know, we're not trying to make it trivial if you're if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have yeah. nothing. No. Like yeah. it's you know, you know, uh, yes, we want you to trust God and be generous because, you know, God is the one who has, who owns everything. We are just stewards. Yes. Uh-huh. And if you're struggling, you have 75,000 in the bank account or 10 million, whatever it might be. Like, um, we all need to make steps of faith towards Christ. And that means, uh-huh. you know, our money needs to not have as big of a hold in our life, whether we're stressed because we're it's at zero or it's at 10,000, 5,000 million. Mm-hmm. The money is unfortunately taking a lot of our attention yeah. often. And yeah. so yep. it's something where we need to, I'm making, you know, I want to be more generous with the little that I have because I want God to be able to, I want God to be able to trust me with his stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know. If sure. I, I, don't, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would confidently say that I think God can trust me. Yeah. with what he's already given me isn't that funny there's a whole there's that mm-hmm. parable on that of yeah. uh, the, uh, the little faith with a little faith with you know you can yeah. be mm-hmm. given a lot but mm-hmm. yeah uh I thanks agree. for pointing that out because there are and people thanks. that's we don't want to diminish that that there mm-hmm. are people who are genuinely struggling financially and, yep. and the reality yeah. is god's got them yeah um they might just need to prayerfully get in the word of god and, and ask for help yeah. by the way there are there are people right. in places out there yeah. that'll help you know yeah that being said, anybody wants to donate to my daughter's private school so I can. Oh no, man, kidding. my kid's college fund. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. you know, if there's any like uh, sex trafficking <laughs> ministries in your area. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You can donate, donate to that donate too. To Fine. Too. Yeah. Fine, Fine Seth. Be Fine. Or to, Give to your local uh, church and hopefully they administer. Be better at giving. Yeah, exactly. If you're be part of giving. a. If you're part of a ministry or part of a church, then that's your mm-hmm. home church. Exactly. That's where you should yeah. be giving. That's yeah, sure. I agree. Uh-huh. And one thing I wanted to just add is that sometimes I get caught up with what people are going to do with my money. And that's not necessarily my responsibility. My uh, responsibility is to yeah. be generous. It comes back to that heart mm-hmm. issue. Heart, Ooh, what yeah. a good point, my man. Good point. Yeah. Yep. I feel the same way. We'll sometimes. wrap it up on that. That was good. Yeah. All Thank right. you. Yeah. Right. Just be willing to give heart. We'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you. Talk to you. Yeah. All maybe. Right. We're, we got some work video we're trying to use. Yeah. yeah exactly. We're not very good at it. <laughs> yeah. We're trying. Terrible. New year, yeah. new us. <laughs> new year, new us, dude. All right. All right.